0: Welcome into the Varsity Breakdown Podcast, first installment to our summer series. I'm your host, Daniel Guevara, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. Lupi Ramirez. On today's episode, we're going to be giving the results for our Breakout Players of the Year and our Coach of the Year awards in baseball and softball. But before we uh, give those results, we have a very special guest with us who will be attending Ottawa University by way of ALA Ironwood. Please welcome to the show quarterback Connor Malt. Connor, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you guys for
0: having me. Connor, this is Lupe.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but our first interaction happened on the sidelines uh, between a game with you and Santan Foothills. Do you remember that interaction at all?
1: Uh, yes.
2: Okay, could I you give me your side and then I'll give, you, I'll give you how I felt on my side. So uh, go ahead and, and give us your, uh, your perception on that.
1: So that game was, I mean, it was just rough. Offensively, defensively, they did good. It's just offensively, we weren't firing like we were supposed to. I think we all just like were nervous going into the game because what happened the year before, the blocked field goal, homecoming win. Mm-hmm. We were just all trying to keep that winning streak going. And then there was just a lot of miscommunication and just struggles. And then the nerves. I'm not going to lie, the nerves kind of got to me on that game. But I tried coming out in that second half and we started to put a little drive together, and then, as you know, my hand situation took me out of it. And then uh, my backup came in, and he did as good as, I mean, as good as the situation prevailed. So it was just rough altogether, but it was, again, I'll never forget whether it was good or bad.
2: Okay, because I, I remember that when you got hurt and your, your hand caused you to go out to the sideline. but. At the same time, you were still active in the game and and being consulting to all your teammates and being a vocal side piece while, you know, while injured. And I remember when I first came up to you and I was like, hey, Connor, you know, I'm sorry that you're out of the game, but, you know, I'm rooting for you anyway. I'm looping with the varsity breakdown. And you're like, oh, so you're the guy that 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 talks about us. He's like. Is that a, what media is? Is it really all that negative? And I was like, oh man! I was like, I, I think, <laughs> I think I've met my match. I was like, no, I was like, it, it really isn't. I was like, when we, when we, when we come off as negative, I was like, we're really not trying to be negative. We're trying to be a little bit, you know, tr- uh, trying to to push you along, but we're just being honest. I was like, we don't want to yeah. give anybody like a, a false narrative, but we want to give our honest opinions. And, yeah. and and what what was your thought after that?
1: So yeah. After that, it was like, okay, I see, and that kind of like brought me back to the real world. Like, yeah, we our record was not that good, and it just kind of like you said, it was like a motivation factor. It was it was it brought me back to the real world and gave me a sense of, okay, yeah, we need to step it up because that's what everybody's seeing. So, I mean, you guys weren't wrong. You guys were spot on. And I think our record at the time was like one
0: four. Well, before we get into uh, your senior year, let's uh backtrack a little bit. When did you start playing football and when did you know that you wanted to be a quarterback?
1: So I started playing uh, flag football around four or five years old, and then I got into tackle football over at HTYFL, uh when I was six, and then it started off as like running back receiver, just trying to like figure football out and then uh, after practice one day, I went up to my head coach at the time, Coach Bob, and I said, Hey, Coach, what is he doing? He said, quarterback. I said, I can kind of throw the ball. I throw it with my dad. He was okay. And I, he goes, how far you can throw it? And I think I threw it like 30 yards, 25 yards, which isn't bad for a hit I guess. But from there on, I just played quarterback. And Coach Bob taught me everything I knew from the beginning of the all about junior high.
2: So, how long did you uh play running back and wide receiver until you actually felt like you were ready to not only put you know run the offense but be the leader?
1: um I played a little bit of running back wide receiver for about a year, and then I realized I couldn't really catch so <laughs> so they put me behind the center and I mean, I just love like the control of the offense and being able to get the ball every time. And, being the guy for the offense i don't know it kind of sounds cocky i guess but i
0: don't know that's confidence right mm-hmm. there big difference <laughs> um but um your uh parents uh carrie and uh cory um how have they played a role in your life in uh you know helping you chase your dreams
1: so i mean they're my biggest supporters from day one like i said i mean playing catching my dad even when he had he doesn't have the best shoulder He still was out there playing catch me. My mom sounds kind of funny, but it's a huge part. She sends me motivational videos and quotes and text messages every day. It just pushes me to be a better person and try to give them a better life than what they have.
2: So, you would agree that that type of affirmation is important to every student athlete to get from oh, from their parents, correct?
1: Oh, by far. It's, all you need is a couple people in your corner and you can take over a
2: world. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Now, let's fast forward a little bit. Um, going into your junior year, what was one of the differences that you can say right off the bat was different from your junior to your senior year?
1: So my junior year, I mean, we went from an 0-10 or COVID, 0-7. And during and my, my junior year, I was like, okay, this is where the tides turned And we had a great senior class that year that really helped motivate and push the team. And Going into my senior year, after that four and six years, four and six isn't the best, but I mean going from zero and ten to four and six in one year is a great jump. And then going into my senior year, I wanted to carry that positivity and that team atmosphere through it, and try to be the best captain I could be. And along with my brothers, like Travis Mabuya, Tajitah, we we really wanted it to be a great senior year, as every class does, but not just for um, not just for the football program, but for the school in general.
0: And what do you think was the biggest takeaway from your senior year? I know you had said it was the big game against Santan Foothills, but, you know, we when we followed your team, we always felt that you guys um, were in every single ball game and, you know, just things didn't kind of go your way, but improving your record was uh, very big. But what do you think? What's the biggest takeaway you would say for your senior year?
1: I think just the relationship. I mean, everybody says it, but it, it's true. It's something that Coach Jefferson pushed. It's something that even our AD Ryan McCurdy pushed throughout the entire school. It's the relationships you build today will truly impact your future, whether they're good or bad. And just based off of the love I mean... I built so many with the young, the underclassmen, the incoming, upcoming seniors. And it's just something I'll never forget. I mean, I get text messages from them like almost every day asking how out of going and how all that's going. And I told them, I said, if I can be at your guys' game, I'll be there. If not, I'll be watching on the live stream.
0: That's awesome to hear. And, you know, let's go into your recruiting process. You know, you had uh, some schools that, You got to visit uh, along the way. What was your favorite visit and how did you ultimately uh, decide on committing to uh, Ottawa University?
1: So um, I'll put in different, uh, like, so when I went to up to Washington, it it was beautiful. The scenery was amazing. But I mean, the facilities were great. It was, it was probably my second pick, but I mean, Ottawa, when I went there, it just I mean, it is in Arizona, but I mean, it felt like home. It felt like, like a team that was pushing to win. I mean, they already had three uh, championships already, and they're winning culture, and they're a brotherhood. Just by these last couple weeks of me being there, it was it's outstanding how much of a team they are and how many people even show up to just like um, summer workouts that are by choice. They choose to show up every day and push themselves and want to get another ring so it's that was a big thing for me is i wanted to go in there and even if i don't have a i mean i will always think i have a shot at being quarterback but i mean to push me to be a better person better player just overall better and great That's my biggest goal for college it's to be great and have my name up there with the all-american
2: do you know what exactly you're going to be studying while you're at ottawa so
1: I'll be saying exercise science
2: for my undergrad. All right. And then one thing I did notice that you said uh, in, in this conversation already is brotherhood. So to me, that that automatically shows that your connection with your teammates is key. So how do you find that common ground with your teammates? And and eventually, like, and you mentioned Travis earlier, like, what is it about Travis that, that galvanized you to, that made you to, the, pretty much the, the leaders of the Warriors you know these past few years
1: so Travis and I obviously are in class mm-hmm. and we came in so 7th grade we had a couple classes together and I mean I'm not gonna lie we were both small little 7th graders we had barely any athleticism and we just like found the love of football and we connected through that and then I did he convinced me to go out and wrestle a little bit it's not my thing but I went out to my friend was there. So um, I tried that. We connect even more because we went up to Utah and we shared a room and all that. And then when we went to camp our freshman year of football, Tim and I shared a room together too. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. until not up. I said this, but we stayed up till probably like three in the morning. <laughs> just talking, hanging out, having a good time, just connecting. And and then a couple more teammates came in and Tahaj, he didn't go to camp. But I mean... He came along with us and, and then Travis and I he played uh receiver until he got full and they moved him to the line to play tight end. And um we just connected that way, like I would throw him the ball and we just we knew what each other was thinking through the play and just the off season and hanging out with each other outside of football and working out together all the time. It was it's just stuff like that is why I continue to play football and just push me to be the best I can be.
0: So, um, if your uh, teammates, you know, future uh, Ottawa classmates are listening right now, what type of player are they getting when uh, they hear the name Connor Malt?
1: Somebody that will push himself just as much as he pushes his teammates. Someone that will be the quiet one in the back that outworks everybody and then when he needs to step up and say something he will he's not afraid of the repercussions he's always going to do what's right
0: i like that i like that so let's dive into um the future of ala ironwood warriors being that uh you and travis and a couple of the other seniors that are graduating are not going to be there next year what can you say about the future of the Warriors football program and who should we be keeping our eye on? So
1: as you guys know, we got a new head coach, Coach Dawson. Um, So I TA for our AD, uh, Coach McCurdy, and Dawson would be in the office. Um, He'd be in the office a couple of days out of the week, and I would spend the whole hour, hour and a half just talking to him and just listening and him listening to me and respecting me. And I mean, just from what I've seen and what I've heard, he's, he's a great coach. He's really pushing them. I mean, even a couple guys told me that they puke during the summer workouts and they haven't done that in a while. <laughs> so um, I, think, I think they can have a good chance and a good shot to shock. And not be the bottom of the barrel, really push people. Because I mean, for me leaving, I was still in the weight weight class and seventh hour. And I mean, big, these kids are pushing each other and working together and being a team. Which I mean, just sitting back and watching is amazing. Just coming from what me, Travis, a couple other seniors came from freshman year to seeing them now is just mind blowing. I mean, that last game I had, I just sat back and I mean, I shed a couple of tears. I just, I love seeing Warriors come together and be a true team and a true grit. So I really think that they have a chance to shock people this year. But I mean, it all comes down to what they do on the field at the end of the day. And I think some of their few players this year is like, going to be Aiden Williams. I really think he's going to have a great another great year. And then. AJ Biasignola, which is one of their new captains this year. He's gonna be a senior. I don't know exactly where he's gonna play right now. He could still be playing running back and linebacker, but I don't know yet. Um Marcus Dorsey, I think he's gonna be a standout player. They get him the ball in space and I I don't think that defense is gonna be able to catch him. Same with Hudson Grace. That that's another kid that I mean I love to watch him coming up. He you ever talk about awkward athletics that's your guy he's, <laughs> <laughs> he can he can run a 11 flat 100 and then fall down going upstairs it's, it's funny but it's i love having him on the team he's a, he's a goofy guy and a funny guy
2: so what would be your your most memorable game as an ala ironwood warrior
1: um there's a lot there's a lot that, that's probably it's tight i think it's the same Foot foothills game my junior year and then the Coolidge game my senior year i think probably college beats it out because senior night
0: and you know that's year. our alma mater right yeah so, i know yeah no we, we were going into that game and like we actually i believe had you guys edged out in that one just because of the type of competition you guys played up to that point in the season and we honestly uh felt that you guys were um a winning team like is no matter what your record uh said we we felt you guys were just a few plays here and there of having a winning record and possibly making it into the playoffs
1: yeah that that was my biggest goal my senior year is I just want to get to the playoffs we get to the playoffs and see what happens there because I mean that would be the first time in I think mean, what like six years that Ailey Iron is in the playoffs so that was my biggest goal and I mean like you said Couple plays away from beating the Sierra Lindos, uh Gilbert Christians, all those teams, and still, I still think of the the games right now as I stand it's something I keep thinking about and what I could have done better and different. But at the end of the day, it's in the past, and I gotta focus on my future.
2: Now, speaking of but, your future, you're making the transition from high school into Ottawa. Now, you just recently graduated. Are you still waking up feeling like you're late for school or having dreams about class and stuff like that?
1: So, um, right now the past couple of weeks, I, so I graduated on Wednesday and then that Monday, the next week, uh, no, that Tuesday, the next week, I, I'm making a drive up to Ottawa every day. So I wake up at four and then I drive up there and work out and run, and then I drive back down. So I can tell you just, I'm, I'm scratching, I'm itching it a bit. I'm ready, to I'm ready to get going. But at the same time, that's what I thought about high school. And the next thing I know, the next four years pass by in a blink. so.
0: And it definitely does fly by. That's one of the things we've always preached about, you know, high school experiences. But now that you're getting ready to, you know, uh, head off to college, what advice would you give to other student athletes who are trying to pursue the same dream as you?
1: Live in the moment. Stay where you. I mean, Nick, Satan said it best. Be where your feet are. Don't look too far ahead. Don't look too far in the past. It's, it's something that you gotta put your nose to the grindstone and you gotta just work. I mean, if you want to go to college and you see all these amazing athletes going to Division One schools, Division Two, and you just going to college in general is a huge milestone. And to be able to do that, you got to work nonstop and be in the weight room, be in the classroom, be, I mean, the biggest thing for me that I didn't want until my junior year, which bit me in the butt was the cover. I was <laughs> the guy that was in the weight room all the time and didn't stretch one time. And I mean, I'm dealing with a little hamstring injury now. and It's kind of screwing me over.
2: Well, I got one more thing. I- I've asked this to a couple of other people and I got to ask you, you're building yeah. your perfect seven-on-seven seven team. It's you <laughs> and six other people. Give us that seven-on-seven seven squad, and then give us your guys' team name.
1: Oh, I, I heard you ask. Uh, um, so, can I use the uh, All-Star game, or is it on my team? No, hey, no, you anybody you want.
0: Your seven to sit there and compete in a tournament, who are you riding with? Um, Marcus Dorsey, for sure.
1: Um, Aiden at running back. Aj, Travis, that's five. I mean, one more or two? Two more. Uh, um, Xander Kelly from my junior year. He was a wide receiver. Kid, kid had burners. And then probably Devin Elliott from my junior year. He's a lockdown safety corner. But it's just hard because I mean, my junior year, senior year, we had such amazing athletes. So there's a few that I would put in there without a doubt. It's just the one played a little bit better than me.
2: Okay, you mentioned the Senior Bowl. What was your experience in the game-time recruiting Senior Bowl?
1: That was beyond amazing. Uh, Rodney did amazing. I mean, if I had a chance to reclass and do it again, I definitely would.
2: <laughs> what What was um, the most memorable part of that entire weekend to you?
1: Uh, let's see. I think drawing the, the game winning touchdown was amazing, but just other than that probably when we did the standoff before the game and just how much fun everybody was having and just the amazing atmosphere i mean yeah the other team off, but i guarantee you that a lot of them had a great time whether like a lot of us didn't care what the score was we just had a great time and getting to meet athletes that were just as good as you or not better it was a great great time
0: well, man, it's been actually a great time uh, sitting here with you and getting to know you a little bit better, Connor. Uh, but, you know, at this time, I kind of want to give you the floor and just, you know, uh, send a shout out or a thanks to anybody who you want to, uh, you know, because without uh, all your support system, you know, you wouldn't be where you are today. Is there anybody that you want to send a shout out to? Well,
1: just my parents. Like, without them, I definitely would not be here. And then. Uh, coachette for giving me a shot my sophomore year, end of my sophomore year. Um, coach McCurdy, without him and without our long talks and just life discussions, and, I mean, I wouldn't know stuff I know now and wouldn't think the way I think now. Um, coach Borden, our weight coach, she's remarkable. She's amazing. She puts so much into our job and she puts so much into the athletes and then, uh, just the warrior team. Everybody there, just keep working, and no matter how hard it gets, just keep pushing on and be where your feet are. And then last, I mean, just A.L.A. Island in general, I had an amazing time there. Like I said, if I could reclass, I'd go back there and play one more year. Um, The A.L.A. Island basketball team, that was an amazing experience, and I loved it. Semi sucks the way it did, but, I mean, I definitely made a brotherhood there. And then just Coach Cherry, our track and field coach, Coach Cannon. they worked with me a bunch and had a great season there. Um, just, I just loved the school and loved the atmosphere. and I'm just glad I graduated from there and had a great four years there.
2: Now, you mentioned Coach McCurdy and, and your time in the basketball team. What was something that you will take from that experience with you from here on out throughout your entire life?
1: Like I said, just holding the brotherhood. I mean, from Tony Williams to Corey Wood, Chapman, Jackson, it was, I mean, I love those guys like they were on the football team. It it was amazing. I mean, our trip to to Tucson, our, um, our championship runs in the tournament, and then that semi-final run in the final 3A tournament. Those are things I'll never forget. And every time I look at it, Ailey Ironwood basketball shows, I'm going to remember every single moment. And then every time I go back to that gym and watch them play, just like I'm going to watch uh, Ailey Ironwood football play. And also, you said for the football team, people to look out for. People to look out for on that basketball team is going to be Jackson Chapman next year and uh, Pearson, uh, big center, and uh, Jackson Edgerton. He's a knockdown shooter. He's probably up there with Albay Joe. And how he
0: shot. Oh wow, that's a that's a good comparison there. I, we like that. We were definitely familiar with him because he ended up <laughs> knocking out our two Pinal County schools. Yeah, and we got a good look at, at him and his shooting when he was at the Arizona
2: Small Ball Three Point Contest, and he was just shooting lights out there as well.
1: Yeah, I mean that orange gym. I guess everybody can shoot there. <laughs> Because uh, Jackson Edgerton, right in the horn blue, he had a half-court buzzer beater for the end of the second quarter. So, I don't know if it's a foreign jam or This shooters can shoot. So.
0: Well, it has been a pleasure, Connor. Uh, Thank you for taking some time out of your day to sit down with us and get to know you a little bit better. You know, hopefully we can uh, have you on again, maybe the next time in person, and uh, get uh, what your experience has been like at Ottawa. But we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, You know, thank you and uh, your parents and your family for always supporting what we do. And, you know, uh, we want to just wish you the best out there at Ottawa, and we know what kind of... uh, not only player, but uh, the character and person they're getting, you know, in yourself and you, uh, we know you're going to shine out there and we can't wait to uh, see you on the field. And by all means, send us your schedule so we can keep track and uh, try to make a a ride out there uh, to catch one of your games.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you both. And don't worry, I'll be rocking my varsity breakdown beanie out there. It gets a little chilly.
0: All right. Great to hear, Connor. Well, you have yourself a great day and we'll be in touch soon. You too. Thank you so much. Well, that was Connor Moult, the new commit at Ottawa University and quarterback for ALA Ironwood. Uh, what a great kid, man. I love uh, always talking to him, always interacting with their uh, his parents. And, you know, there's going to be uh, big things uh, coming out of Ottawa. And I know uh, Connor's going to make a name for himself out there.
2: Yeah, definitely. That conversation just brought back so many memories of when we were in person and talking because of mm-hmm. his his personality is just so magnetic. You know what I mean? Like you, you're just so drawn to him. It's his smile, his 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 demeanor. Everything about him just makes he makes you feel excited. Excited about you know being there. Yeah. And I know that he's gonna be sharing that enthusiasm with his teammates in Ottawa, and and for them to be called the spirit is a very big thing because that's something that he's gonna be bringing is a lot of big spirit to that team.
0: Oh, I I couldn't have said it any better, bro. Yeah, he's definitely got that spirit and. That charismatic uh, attitude, like you know, he he wanted to say he didn't want to sound cocky or anything like that, and I don't get that from him. I just get a kid that is motivated and hungry to continue to get better, make his teammates better, and make the whole team in general better just by his presence and being there. But let's uh dive into the uh second part of this summer series as we're gonna reveal the winners of the breakout player and coach of the year awards for both baseball and softball. So let's start with softball. Who is our breakout player of the year for
2: softball? Our varsity breakdown player of the year for softball is Leah Montez of the Maricopa Lady Rams. Congratulations, Leah. Your stats alone were Unbelievable. And when we had you in our finals, you know, to to figure out between you and our, our, our other finalists, it was really tough. But looking at your competition and how far you guys have came, and especially, you know, from not even making the playoffs last year and making it this year, you guys did a tremendous job. And we at the Varsity Breakdown couldn't be
0: any more proud of you and your entire team. Congratulations. And let's not forget that 11-game win streak, which was, I believe, the longest of any Pinal County team of that season. Mm -hmm. But let's uh, go into our Coach of the Year award. Who is that going to be going to? The Varsity Breakout Coach of the Year for softball will also
2: be staying in the city of Maricopa as Coach Tom Dugan of the Maricopa Rams
0: will be the one taking home this award. And it was a great season overall for Maricopa, as you stated. Uh, Didn't make the playoffs last year. Got to uh, play in the play-in tournament. Unfortunately, uh, they fell to um, a team they're very familiar with in Shadow Ridge. Um, But I think with the players returning out there at Maricopa, we're going to see them run it back. And Coach Dugan, you know, he's building a great program over there. And I think the future is bright when it comes to Maricopa softball. But let's go into our two award winners for baseball. Uh, let's start with our coach of the year. Uh, which coach uh, will be taking home that award? The coach taking home the varsity breakout coach of the year for baseball will be
2: the Vista Grande Spartans coach, Harley Grigg. Congratulations, Coach Grigg. Uh, for me, it's, it's a very special honor to give to you because it's something that I would have given to you personally about 15 years ago for letting a kid with no athletic ability not only sit on your bench, but be in control of your stats. I, I, cu- I couldn't thank you anymore. And then to see you continue that trend and change the lives
0: of so many young men, it's amazing. And, and this this award is very well deserved. Oh, without a doubt. You know, we both played under uh, Coach Grig, and we know what type of... Uh, coach he is and what he expects of his players. And that's why you're always constantly seeing uh, Vista Grande baseball shine above others in Pinal County. is just because that coaching staff is consistent in the turnaround and building uh, of their players and their program. It seems like no matter which players are leaving, they have enough players to fill in those uh, voids and be able to be a, a contender each and every year. So congratulations, Coach Grig, And we know Vista Grande has a bright future ahead of him. Speaking of bright futures, we got to give a shout out to
2: Emilio Barreras and the entire GCU uh, Lopes baseball squad for their third consecutive WAC in season title. So congratulations, boys.
0: All right. So let's go into our baseball uh, breakout player of the year. And that's going to be going to Connor Lopez of the Poston View Broncos, the way he was
2: hitting this year was amazing. And the fact that he came into this season a little bit late because of basketball and then still being able to tear it up, not only in the batter's box, but on the mound too,
0: bro. So congratulations, okay. Connor. This this recognition is well-deserved. And let's not forget about his record-setting home runs uh, for uh, the school record. A lot of achievements. You uh, stated in the last episode, man, a three-sport athlete who shines at every level. I did not expect any less of him uh, coming into baseball and he truly went above and beyond this year and was at the top of our uh, statistic categories uh, each and every week. So congratulations, Connor. Congratulations to all of our baseball and softball winners this year. But before we wrap up the show, uh, we got a a few announcements uh, of what's to come for the Varsity Breakdown. So if you guys haven't known already, the Varsity Breakdown has teamed up with uh, Southern Arizona Football and Chris Kidney out here in Tucson. And together, we're going to try to cover a lot more ground when it comes to uh, football out here in Southern Arizona. We're going to be teaming up um, to do our live streams uh, for football this year where we're going to pick our games of the week. We'll announce those as the season approaches and also uh, we're going to go out and visit some of the programs this year and uh, catch up with the coaches and the players and see what's to come for not only for Pinal County football but for Southern Arizona as a whole. And uh, also this Friday we're going to be heading out to Poston Butte High School for the GC3 Summer Invitational. So if you guys want to watch some girls basketball, there's going to be up to 40 teams out there competing in five different brackets. Uh, So come on out and uh, we're going to be live streaming those games as well. So look for the links. And lastly, um, next Friday, which is the 15th, I believe, June 15th, we're going to try to Get some Pinal County seven on seven action in out at Coolidge High School uh, where all the teams are Pinal County based. And I think we're also getting a team out in Globe. So it's going to be really good to uh, see what's going on in these summer programs uh, for all of our Pinal County teams. So looking forward to that. Is there anything I missed?
2: No, I'm looking forward to this Friday. Hopefully then my voice is doing a lot better. So I don't sound like this. Um Yeah. So the GC3 tournament and then the seven on seven and pretty soon football is going to be right around the corner. It's going to go fast. This whole entire year has gone so fast and it's just making the anticipation just
0: that much stronger. And if you guys uh, don't do so already, please follow us on our social media pages. Uh, we got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also follow our YouTube channel, which is SoAZVB Network. And you'll be updated on what we're doing, uh, where we're going to be next. And we hope to see you guys uh, out at an event very soon. But other than that, we'll leave this episode right here. Thank you again to Connor Moult for joining us. And stay tuned uh, next week for our next guest this has been the varsity breakdown podcast i'm batman